0: Welcome to another episode of the Nesvacs Innovations Podcast. Today we are with our Head of Chromatography, the Chief Service Engineer, Apollo Kama. How are you doing, Apollo? Hi, hi. So today we're going to be talking about just small maintenance tips as far as spectroscopy instruments. So Apollo, you can just share with us some of the things that you have learned from your well over almost 15 years of experience.
1: Hello, everyone. So I'm going to talk about the common negligible things that uh, we overlook. So for starters, um, these are analytical instruments. So basically, analytical instruments mean sensitivity is everything. Some of them go as low as parts per trillion. Some of them goes as low as parts per million. So basically, this translates to the kind of reagents, solvents, standards you use have to be of the highest grade, because if I'm using something that's 99%, what's that 1%? Could that 1% be what I'm analyzing? So um, if you can get 99.9, 99.6, that's much better. Things like water, you have to use deionized water because we need, across the board, we need HPLC-grade water. Basically, we're talking about 0.055 microsiemens. So, distilled water is not clean enough. So, other things that we talk about is where you're placing your sample, the vials, the cuvettes, the syringes, they have to be very clean. Because if you can easily have a carryover, because remember, you're going to parts per trillion or parts per billion. And if the cuvette is dirty, you will analyze whatever is going through. So... Preferable expensive option don't reuse your vials but if you have no choice you have to be very good at cleaning this and uh, I've seen a lot of labs you guys don't have ultrasonic baths. you have to invest in an ultrasonic bath for cleaning your glassware otherwise it just doesn't get clean enough okay. then um, lastly regular maintenance You see, when you're running your standard, your samples, your analysis, you trust the instrument. Whatever the instrument says, it has to be correct. But the instrument needs to be calibrated, just the way you service your car regularly or you service any equipment regularly. Because we need to come in after six months, three months, depending on the age of the equipment, and calibrate it, teach it what it needs to do. There's also a service that not many are taking, but we think it's very important. It's a validation bit. When you say you want a flow of one mil a minute, how sure you it's one mil a minute? Or when you set a temperature of five degrees, or when you put different flows, you trust the instrument because you've put it on your software. But of course, this is a machine it ages, it fails. So there's a service called validation, qualification. We have to qualify the instrument that it's still doing what it's supposed to do. And uh, this is quite essential too. I think that's what I have for today.
0: Okay, thank you, Apollo. So what you're saying from all these tips, it can actually really help in saving a lot of money for all of these uh, laboratories that seem to experience a lot of maybe crashing slowing down of the machine that could be due to age would you say that the older the machine the more the more measures you need to take to to calibrate it or would it just be easier to get a new
1: machine well that depends on equipment of course the equipment we expect to take 10 years 20 years of course the equipment that we don't expect to go beyond five years so for example if i'm dealing with generators Generators after five years, I should start budgeting for a new one. But if I'm dealing with something like a HPLC or GC or a UV, these things last. They can take 15 years easy. So really, uh, when it comes to replacement, this will be picked during service. We can see what kind of calibration we're doing. If we do a validation and it fails, we can decide whether it's the whole equipment or a component that needs to be replaced based on the tests that have been run. So, uh, yes, of course, long run, it's always cheaper because you will save a lot of time. Because when you have a breakdown and uh, we have to bring in a part, it might take some time and you're going to lose a lot of money. But if uh, you do regular maintenance, we can pick it up early enough. So there's no downtime, there's no loss of manpower, loss of revenue. And of course, if it's cleaned every day, if we have good power, you don't have expensive repairs.
0: Okay, that's great. And you said it depends on the process that are being undertaken. So would you say there are some industries that need more of these uh, measures taking place to be more careful than compared to other industries? Of course everyone needs to
1: be careful that's why you're buying this highly sensitive equipment at that premium price because they are very high-end kind of equipment but uh yeah of course if you're going to be dealing with food or pharmaceutical then of course you have more measures most of these things will have industry regulations anyway so if you follow your industry regulations this will all be covered from the auditors to the engineers and everyone else plays their own
0: parts. Oh, that's great. So I think in summary, we have shared that it's very important that every laboratory analyst uses the right equipment and the right quantities when undertaking their own uh, process. So would you say in summary, it's very important that you understand the process you're going to, to undertake and use the right quantities and accessories for them
1: yes including parts and uh, as nurse folks, we have a training on applications training if you're not sure we can always guide you on the same uh, and of course you have to use the right quantities the right material the right parts i mean you can use vials from a different vendor but that's not what was tested with our equipment so you, of course the discrepancies might be there
0: Okay. Uh, Thank you so much, Apollo, for your time sharing that on the Nesvacs Innovations podcast. And until next time, guys, uh, we'll have another discussion. Thank you so much for your feedback. You can contact us on the Nesvacs Innovations website, nesvacs.co.ke. I repeat, Nesvax.co.ke. And we hope, we look forward to sharing more innovative conversations with you guys. Until next time. Thank you.